Welcome to episode six of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the big head, James Kelly. And I cannot believe that we are already six weeks into the season. And head, I would ask you how you're doing, but I already know the answer. You are tripping and you are gripping because this week is a mother bleeper. Normally, head, when I pick or when Mm -hmm. we pick our seven, I see a game, maybe two, even sometimes three that I feel pretty good about, maybe even great about, not this week, not one. Don't get it twisted. There are some really interesting matchups, but I'm going to put this out there. We are liable to get our asses kicked this week, especially you, dog. Ooh, buddy. We're on a roll. People start tailing us instead of fading us, and this is dangerous clones. Be advised. Be advised. This is a nasty week, especially for you, dog. Speaking of dogs, how is that dog-washing business of yours coming along? Still not open. Still not open, Jim. All connected, but not open. Why not? Those dogs are not going to wash themselves. Yeah. 2023, buddy. 2023. Yeah, but I thought 2022. Nah, it was, and now it's 2023. All right, no. so I'm, I'm going to say 2026. <laughs> anyway, enough small talk. Let's, that way. let's give them the picks. Not really sure why I busted my ass researching all these games when mm-hmm. probably I could have just flipped a coin seven times and been more effective, but let's do this. Starting head, Cincinnati okay. at New Orleans. We're on to Cincinnati. It is tricky. No word yet as of this taping on Jameis Winston's status, but then again, Andy Dalton is the best redheaded backup quarterback ever. Yeah, I said it. Tell me one who's better. I'll wait. Uh, I'll wait. I don't have one. Yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, -hmm. that's what I thought. With Dalton making good veteran decisions, Taysom Hill running wild, maybe we don't need to know Jameis' status. What is the number? What is your pick? Man, Jim Rome's big head bet show rule right here, Jim. If you said Jameis, Alvin, I need some Jameis. You got some Jameis? Well, I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <laughs> so, what, why are you making rules? Since Sound when, what's, what, what do you do jumping jump in with a rule like hey uh alvin it's jim rum's big head bets uh-huh. we have rules yeah i, th- I, I make them not you yeah. uh, saints by a thousand there jim Jeez, you love that guy i love that guy but is that, is that your take or are you gonna back this up somehow no i'm going i'm going cincinnati right I'm here you get a minus one and a half joe burrow returns to the superdome for the first time since winning the national championship there problem is this o should be high scoring like that lsu unit was but it's not. Cincinnati is 22nd in total yards per game right now, probably with the best weapons in the NFL. Part of the problem outside of that terrible play calling and asshole line, Jim, is Joe is putting the ball in harm's way more this season than he did a year ago. I think he's better Sunday, though. The Saints blitz, uh, they don't blitz much, and they aren't getting pa- uh, pressure on the quarterback at all. They have the worst pass rush win rate in the NFL. Historically, Joe's next level when he's kept clean. Also, the turnover battle, it favors Cincinnati big time. The Saints are minus 1.6 in turnover margin per game. That is the worst rate in the NFL. Against the spread, Bengals are fire. 9-1 in their last 10 following an ATS win. 7-1 in their last 8 road games. 11-2 in their last 13 game. 13 games. Let's hope that streak continues. Cincy minus 1.5 at Saints. Well, dude, I love that data at the very end. Now, personally, Head, I can't stop thinking about the Swiss Army knife. It is so badass. 
No, not Taysom Hill. I mean the actual Swiss Army knife. Let me ask you something. Do you even know how many different tools come on a Swiss Army knife? Do do you? Uh, I don't know. Oge, eight? Oge? No, like 30. Like 30 30. at least. So let me ask you this. If there are 30 tools on a Swiss Army knife, what are some of your favorites? I wouldn't even know. Of course yeah. you wouldn't know. I'll no. help you. The corkscrew. Man, I love the corkscrew. You know why? I can't tell you how many times I've been out in the woods, ready to knock back my favorite bottle of cab, only to think, shit, mm. I forgot the corkscrew. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. I've got one on my Swiss Army knife. You know what else? The plastic toothpick. The plastic toothpick kicks ass. And it goes without saying, I love the little scissors. Hell, everybody does. But you know what? You know what's really underrated on a Swiss Army knife, dude? What's that? The fish scaler. It comes in handy when, look, everybody knows me. What am I known for? My love of deep sea fishing, right? We all know that. When I need to scale what I catch because I eat what I catch, I have the fish scaler. I love that. Oh, wait, wait, this. dude. You know what's bitching? It, the what's ballpoint pen. A ballpoint pen on the Swiss Army knife. Man, I'm telling you, as much as I love, you can feel it, as much as I love a Swiss Army knife, I actually hate this game. I hate it because it's hard to pick, so I'm going to do what I do when I don't know what to do. Roll with Joe Burrow. When in doubt, I throw in with that cat. I will take the bangles. I will lay the points, and I'm going to use every one of those devices, those tools, this week in the Swiss Army Knife. All right, back to it. Green Bay hosting the Jets. You and I both were burned badly back-to-back weeks, playing the Packers as heavy favorites. And honestly, Head, I don't know about you, it felt like crap. I never liked to lose, but those two losses, for some reason, really bothered me. Now, not that I want to project negatively, but let me project negatively. Imagine how pissed we are going to be if we pick the pack and they do not come through for us again. And this time it's the freaking Jets that do us dirty. What is the number? How are you playing it? It's funny. I keep getting tweets. Stop picking the Packers, dude. And guess what, Jim? I'm picking the Packers again and laying seven at home here against the Jets. Matt LaFleur v. Little Brother Mike and BFF receipts Rob's here. Look, the Packers got talent. They're just not getting it done. I thought this was the best defense they had in a long-ass time. They have underperformed. Teams want to run the football against the Packers, and they are. Football Outsider only has Cleveland and Detroit with worse run Ds than the Green Bay Packers right now. And the Jets ran for five touchdowns last week against Miami. Also, when teams throw it against Green Bay, they're allowing 72% of their passes to be completed. That's the worst rate in the NFL. A year ago, it was 62%. But we're talking seven points here. The Jets' D is better, but they have been very bad on third down and in the red zone. And for all the struggles Aaron and his offenses had, those are two categories right there where they are top ten in the league right now. I'm also not sold on the uh, Coog Hunter, Zach Wilson. He couldn't handle pressure a year ago. Coog Hunter. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Former Cougar, Zach Wilson. My bad. I didn't, he, he no, didn't handle you knew, pressure You knew what you year. were saying. That, that was not a BYU crack in there. Yeah, that's How do you know, dude? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You know, ex-girlfriends say stuff, man. How do you know? true. Like Dan Snyder, right? Throwing stuff out there. Okay. Some of it's probably true. All right, just throw it out there, whether it's true or not, and you don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But anyways, the pressure, he can't handle it. He didn't handle it last year. Let's see the Packers pass rush get in him. 
him at in Green Bay against the spread. Packers are 12-3 and three in their last 15 following a straight-up loss. Packer fan, hide your kids, hide your wife. The Calabasas happy ending will be taking place on your sideline this week. Packers minus seven. The Calabasas happy ending. Dude, yeah, you got to check it. yourself and settle the hell down. The Calabasas happy ending will be happening on your sideline. Dude, yeah. You could not have more gratuitously or forced that in any harder <laughs> than you just did. Why well, didn't talk about the brothers that went to that school? I was just talking about Darnay, you know? I mean, it was against you, the you ain't talking about – first of all, you keep Calabasas out your mouth, dude. You don't know <laughs> anything about the 818 lifestyle, much less my alma mater. All right. So, you know what? I, I'm kind of – I understand why they're saying stop picking the Packers. I mm-hmm. want to stop picking the Packers. Mm-hmm. I do, believe me. And I want to put some respect on the Jets. They are keeping receipts. receipts. They've got some nice pieces. Shout out to my dude, DJ Reed, because, well, I always shout out to DJ we Reed. Because, 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 because he's one of the best corners in the NFL right now, and I'm sick of being the only one who's saying it. As for the Jets overall, you are what your record says you are, and they are 3-2, and two, but... They're dealing with Aaron Rodgers this week and not Skylar Thompson. And they have to deal with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And nothing against New York. I mean, New York overall. But if the Packers really do think they're legitimate Super Bowl threats, they are not losing to the Jets and the Giants back-to-back. How pissed would you be if you went all the way to London, had a 17-0 lead on the G-Men, and you lost? No way they chased that by coming back home and crapping the bet against the Jets. I will risk them wrecking me three weeks in a row, and I will do the same as you, Head. I'm taking the pack. I'm going to lay the points. Beautiful. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We are talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And check this out. In addition to the typical bets, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Take Sunday night, Dallas against Philadelphia. And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code BIGBETS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code BIGBETS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. All right, Pats. Pats at Cleveland. Pretty interesting. Bleeping Browns could be and should be 5-0, and but they keep finding ways to lose. And every time it happens, you know, Browns fan be like, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. This is, oh, my God, this is not happening. But it always does. But it always does, at least yep. this year. So let me ask you, do they finally figure it out this week or – or do the hood and his face-licking son have a little something for the artist formerly known as America's team? What is the number? What is the play? Browns minus two and a half. I'll take the pats and the points here, Jim. Two damn good running teams against two bad run defenses. First, Cleveland's interior D is brutal. The Chargers of all teams ran for 238 yards right? against them last week. The week before that, angry Arthur Smith's Falcons ran for 202 yards against them. They did trade 
What's that? Sorry. Just, I'm just agreeing. Like, right? Like, they can't yeah. stop anybody on the ground. They can't stop anybody. Right. They did just trade for Deion Jones. He'll help anchor that middle D, but I just don't think it's going to help. I think the Pats still find success on the ground. Having said that, Hood and that liquor kid you're talking about, their run D isn't on point. I didn't like, say he was a liquor kid. I said he's a kid who licks his own face. Okay. The kid who licks his own face. Okay. Their run D, it's not on point. It's been bad, but a lot of that is due to prioritizing opponents past game, I'm betting. Hood will make his former quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, beat him this Sunday and not the Chubb and Hunt show. Turnover battle is big in New England. Mac Jones, dude, he struggled here. They haven't turned it over as much without him. And Bailey Zappi has done a great job of protecting the football. He did throw his first uh, career interception last week, but it wasn't his fault, Jim. You know whose fault it was? Who? That Aguilar guy. The the ball bounced right off him like a baby in a burning building there. Guy, you love that, dude. The system people down. My man just started throwing it. babies out the window. We was catching them. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. Dude, is there anything better than that? This guy is Nothing. catching babies being Nothing. thrown out a window. We were catching them not like that Aguilar <laughs> guy. Got to put that out there. It's the greatest soundbite of all time. He's still pissed off about a Monday night football game. He's saving lives, but he's still got to go after that guy. Man, that's so, a good fan right there. I you know, love that. The best it, ever. But. Imagine dragging that guy. Like, he's saving lives, literally, but had to get in. Yeah, but I haven't forgotten about you, Aguilar. Aguilar. And the way he turned his head, it's it's priceless. you got to check the video. But anyways, don't drop the baby this week, Aguilar. Pats plus two and a half. And I'll tell you what, they should be 5-0, and oh. the Browns. They should, be. they should be. Honestly, I am glad they're not. And I don't want to get all woo-woo with it, but if they were 5-0, and oh, that would be an indication that the universe not only did not give a damn, that they gave up what they gave up and guaranteed that insane contract to Deshaun Watson, Watson. despite his deplorable act, but that the universe actually rewarded shit like that. So I'm glad they're not 5-0. and oh. That aside, do I like them Sunday? Yeah, like every other game this week, I could argue either side, which is code for damn, I don't like this game either. But, well, I'm going to take the Pats too. I like what I've seen from Bailey Zappi at least as much or even more than I like what I've seen from Jacoby Brissett. And as much as I love Nick Chubb, and I do, I hate the Browns' inability to stop the run even more. I would feed Ramondre Stevenson like 25 times if I'm the hood. Austin Eckler ran it right down their throats last week. I love the Pats defensively. I will take the hood and the Pats. And it's like, it's on the clean one. Hey, We're hey, hey Steven, stop licking yourself. Hey, moron, I said stop licking yourself. It's on the Cleveland. Stop licking yourself. I'll put I'll put one of those screen things over your head like they do dogs. They don't stop licking themselves. Stop licking yourself. Seriously. Anyway, born there. Yeah. Hit Philadelphia v Dallas. The NFC East is no longer garbage head. Well, other other than Washington, I can't remember the last time I cared as much about the Eagles v Cowboys as I do right now. I like them both. I just like Philadelphia more, but here's the question. Do I like them by six points or more? I'm not sure about that. I want to hear your opinion. Tough game, man. A lot to like to uh, a lot to like about Philly. It's and about how they time you jack something up, man. I knew that was coming. Oh, it's you, coming. You, by yeah, the way, I was going to ask you, dude. You were going real smooth and real energetic. What are you on today? What I kind of know. fuel are you running on? Man, I don't know. 
positive oh, no, you energy. Know. I'm You're just not saying. Is it five-hour energy? Is it coffee? Is it black meth? Coffee, like, what do you dog. want? Straight black coffee. I just hit it all day long. Okay, there you go. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Anyways, shoot. A lot to Put like about Philly coffee. here and how they match up with Dallas. Coffee's for closers, not high school dropouts like you, Head. Coffee's for closers. High school. I mean, that's a that's a topic in itself. That's a podcast in itself. How, how you got, got through high school? I got through college too. Believe it or not. You're, I don't believe either, dude. I'm smart, street smart. Dude, you're that. I'll give you that. <laughs> you 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 know you are you're not even street smart. You're just street. I am street. You are a street, lot of street, dude. Right you got a lot it. of street in you. Uh, you can take the dude off the street, but not the street off the uh, dude with the giant head. Go ahead. That's it. All right. Let's talk about that Cowboys vaunted pass rush. That has an NFL best 33.6%. Vaunted. Curry Good rate. word, dude. How'd that feel to get off a word like that? Vaunted. vaunted. Well I didn't done. Even mess it up either. Well done. Yeah. GED. Hashtag GED. Think <laughs> about right. getting one. Anyways, they're facing the highest-rated pass blocking. Am I messing with your flow, dude? PFF, what's that? Am I messing with your flow? Is that what that is? No, like I'm good. I'm in and out right here. Do your thing. So I like Philly there. You know, they could pass that. You know, they could block that pass rush right there. Also, Jalen Hurts has been excellent in dealing with the pressure this season. Only PFS has PFF has Geno Smith dealing with pressure better than Jalen does, which is unbelievable right there. Incredible. Yeah, I know, right? We'll get Add there. the fact that Dallas has the worst pass block rate in the NFL and they're facing this Eagles pass rush, and the Eagles' D all around is playing good, allowed the fewest yards per game on average in the last three games. That's how good Philly is playing right here. The key on Sunday, I think, is the run games and the turnover battle. Philly is allowing five yards per rush, and Dallas is allowing 4.7 yards per carry. They are the two best teams, though, in the NFL in winning the turnover battle each week. But you know, six points, Jim. Jalen hasn't beaten them on a full game here, and he's thrown as many interceptions as touchdowns. Micah Parsons scares the hell out of me, but I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys plus six points because nobody over the last 10 years is better against the spread against a division opponent than the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go, Cowboys. Boy, that's really interesting what you just said. All right, so I'm glad you're going there. We have to be on the opposite side of something. Look, I, I know fat Mike McCarthy is going to do something to hurt his team at the worst possible time. But there is a lot to like about Dallas, but, but, but. I have been riding with Philly, jockeying Philly, petitioning Philly fan to become an honorary Philly fan, and I see no reason to stop right now. I love them. I love them on both sides of the ball. They get after the quarterback. They've got ball hawks in the secondary. They turn you over. I love Jalen Hurts. I love everything about this dude right now. He's throwing the hell out of the ball. He will kill you with his legs, and if the guy makes a mistake, even a big mistake, he knows. He knows what to do with it. He knows it's like dropping a deuce. You just flush it and you keep moving. We're going to flush it and move on. He knows that. Like he does he, know you, that. you can't. Not everybody. Some people go through their entire life without figuring that out, but he knows it. I've already said. Calvin. I've already said. Yeah, you Beavis Kelly loved that. Butthead Kelly loves that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Flash once was funny when I was four, head. Anyway, I've said on this pod that I love Miles Sanders when he's right, and he is. Hurts has weapons outside. He's got a badass tight end. I'm not saying they're a lock. I'm saying I love them. So I am taking them, and I will go the other way. I will lay the six. 
All right. Okay. Let me reset very quickly in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. You ever have one of those weeks, head, where you feel like you could take an offer, like literally an offer, like yeah. a bleeping bloodbath, two and five, one and six, mm-hmm. even zero oh and seven. Hey, remember, and I know you like this guy. Remember when my dude Trevor Price and I had a pod picking games a few years back, and he went zero for seven one week. Double. Love Trevor. Yep. I love Trevor, man. Double. Shout out Trev. We both love you. I feel, I feel like my problem is I might pull a Trev this week. Oh, I mean, damn, this gambling game is hard, dog. <laughs> I just want to say in the middle of this pod, you and I are trying hard. We've done our work. I just want to point out, man, this gambling game is hard, dog, which brings me to the next one. Maybe the game of the week. Oh, Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes? Versus Buffalo. Before we get to this, quick memo to the Bills. Do not get frustrated and truck any photogs. The KC PD will write your ass up. Run his ass down. That's for you, Chalk. Another brutal game to pick. What is the DraftKings number? Who you got, Head? Um, the DraftKings number is three, minus three. Bills on the road in Arrowhead. Look, dude. The Bills are the best team in the NFL, and I'm taking them. I'm laying the three right here. Two best offenses in football, both averaging over 30 points a game, Jill. Jim. Jim. Jill. Jill? Jill. Jim. Damn it. Messed hey, that one up. Hey, Todd, pull that big head out of your ass. Big head Todd. Did you just jill me? Yep. I just jilled you. But anyways, the Bills. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Todd? I don't know. I am. Wow, man. <laughs> The Bills have a better defense with San Francisco. They allow an NFL least 12.2 points per game. Casey's D, you said it, Trevor Price, it's double that number. And their pass D has allowed the most touchdowns through the air in the NFL this season. 14 is that number. Buffalo has allowed the second least. Also, KC has the worst team run stop rate in the NFL, and they are complete ass in the red zone gym. Team, teams are scoring touchdowns 81% of the time there. Only the Raiders are worse. Two things to KC's advantage, though. The Bills secondary is banged up, and the Bills offensive line is not great. Look for potty mouth Chris Jones to, to have a big game. He's great. But the difference is that Tyreek Hill guy is finally going to get him here. This season, in five games, the Bills have allowed an NFL best 406 yards after the catch. In that playoff loss, in one game, they let KC and Hill combine for 225 yards of yak afterwards. But against the spread numbers, KC, not good here either. 0-4 in the last four v. the AFC. I'm going Mafia in KC, laying the three points. Just so you know, Jennifer, I didn't hear a damn word you said after you called me Jill. Jill. (laughs) Anyway, I like Steve Spagnuolo. I've always liked Spags. I just think Buffalo is going to hit them with some explosive plays and not just one or two. And, no, I don't think that Josh Allen will go and throw for, like, a 1,000 yards in the first half like he did last week against Pittsburgh. But he's going to find Stephon Diggs, and he's going to find Gabe Davis, and he's going to move the chains himself with his legs. And KC is not going to get bailed out by Bills receivers running into each other at the end of the game the way the Raiders did last week. Not often that you get the opportunity to get the Chiefs and points at Arrowhead, and it seems pretty ignorant not to accept that gift, but I'm with you. I think the Bills are looking to make a statement this week. Yes. Mark it down. I will take the Bills, and I will lay the points as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. All right. Now you know. 
Listen, have you ever experienced the flavor of actual live fire cooking? We're not talking about a fire pit in the backyard. This is about the big green egg, the ultimate cooking experience. An egg is the most versatile grill you are ever going to own. You can grill, roast, smoke, sear, even bake. I'm not joking. Try a pizza on the egg. It's incredible. It'll amaze you. So stop wasting money on grills that you replace every few years. We've all been there and done that. Forget the pellets and the knockoffs too. Listen to me. Roll with an authentic big green egg, a ceramic marvel. It's backed by a lifetime warranty. It's simple to light, easy to use, and it works without a power source. No need to plug it in. And with the playoffs and holidays approaching quickly, you cannot beat a smoked turkey on an egg. It also makes an amazing gift. And they have two models that are perfect for tailgating. The best part is you can have it delivered to your house for free from a local dealer in your community. That's right. Shop online at BigGreenEgg.com. Have it delivered to your home for free. BigGreenEgg.com. And you will thank me later. You know, saying what I'm about to say probably will come back to bite me in the ass, but here is a game that I do not hate. I do not hate this. Tampa Bay at the Steelers. Now, Head, if you like the home team getting big points, you will love this. Mm -hmm. On top of that, if you like a quarterback with tiny hands going up against a quarterback missing half his face, then this game is a no-brainer. Do you see where I'm going with all this? I got you, man. I got Tiny you. hands yeah. versus the goat and what's left of the goat's face. What mm-hmm. is the actual number? Who you got? <laughs> eight. The number is eight right now. I'm going with Bacon45 and the boys here. The Stillers D is about as bad probably since the merger for Pittsburgh, Jim. They're horrible, and it is truly amazing how great T.J. Watt has been in covering them up. Since Watt was drafted in 2017, they haven't won a single game he has not played in. They are 0-8. Wow. So as bad as Tampa's running game is, which it's the worst in football, averaging 3.1 yards per attempt, Bacon should light this secondary up. Bacon is boys. The last two games, they have averaged 362 yards through the air. Mike Tomlin has done tiny hands. Your guy right there, no favorites. Start your career in Buffalo and now play the Tampa D, which ranks first in pass DVOA and third in sack rate. Also Why is that alarm goal. going off? What does that represent? Is, it, is there a fire is that, drill? Is that the tiny hands? Dude, do I have to leave? Bad alarm. Yep. Tiny no, it's hands. a tiny hands alarm. There it is. There the it hell goes. is that? We have an alarm for tiny hands? Yeah, I like it, though. It's good. Yeah, also, I knew you would. Yeah. Todd Bowles owns an 11-3 and record <laughs> as a coach or coordinator Dude, that was against chi- a rookie was quarterback. Was that the chicken man? The chicken man's in there, too. What, where did he come from? I don't know, Alvin. You're putting everybody in there right now. Bagok! Go ahead. So talk about 11-3 and three for Bowles against rookie quarterbacks, right? Bacon is 23-5 and five against them. The only thing that's a worry right here against the spread numbers, nobody in football has been better than Mike Tomlin as a home dog since he took over in 2007. He's covered on 82.4% of his games Holy in this shit. role, going 14-3-3, and three and three, but the majority of those were with Big Ben, Big Chest, Lev, TJ. I'm going Bucks minus eight here. Boy, there's some good info in that. I got to say, TB45. Mm-hmm. TB45 really is something. Like, mm-hmm. this dude took off his helmet a few weeks back 
And I'm like, holy shit. When did the Bucks <laughs> trade for Kevin Bacon? 45 years old. I thought that I was watching an NFL game. How the hell did Oliver Stone hack into my smart TV and change the channel to another one of his bullshit hack football movies where Bacon plays quarterback <laughs> and Kevin James is the coach? Anyway, Pittsburgh so obviously good. is not the same. You made a great point without T.J. Watt. They didn't lay a hand on Josh Allen last week, and he absolutely Josh carved Allen. them. If they let Bacon 45 get that comfortable as well, <laughs> that old man is going to do more damage to them than the surgeon that Bake 45 let near his face. Now, you're right. I like Kenny Pickett's grit. I like his it. I like his willingness to throw his tiny hands last week. I really like this guy. I just don't like him to win or cover this week. I'm going to take Bacon 45 over Tiny Hands, and I also will lay the points. Nice. The thing is, dude, there's two things. One, it's not good that we keep picking the same way. It's not by intention. It's just the way it is. But here is what's good. Mm -hmm. Even if we're wrong about every one of these things, I'm getting more and more feedback from people who say things like, I don't really gamble. One guy today on the show Mm -hmm. had hit me with, I don't gamble and I don't do pods, but you're my guy, Rome, so I listened to your gambling pod and thought it was awesome. So we had that going for us, right? Like, even if we get everything wrong this week, it's still fun to listen to. Dude, somebody's going to laugh. I promise you that a couple times. If they don't, they just don't get it, and that's not our that's fault. That's pretty awesome. Right? Can't help everybody. No. Yep. All right, so if I had if I had said to you going into week six mm-hmm. that Geno Smith would have the top passer rating in the NFL, Amazing. what would you have said? Yeah, no way. <laughs> I would have been like, Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah, right. Who's second? Chad Henney. But let's be real. We wrote him off. But he didn't write back. They wrote me off. I ain't write back, though. Stud. What a legend. Is he going to keep it going this week against Arizona? What does DraftKings say about this? And then what do you say about this? DraftKings has Seattle as a three-point dog at home. I'm rolling with the home dog, the Seattle Seahawks here. Hey, Seattle. Both secondaries are straight-up mudcalf, man. They're terrible. Arizona can't cover or tackle. They've given up 790 yards after the catch, the most in the NFL. They also have the 26th worst pass defense on Football Outsiders. And Football Outsiders has the Seattle Seahawks as the best passing attack hey, in the Football Outsiders NFL. is not the boss of me, all right? They're not, but they have some They're very, good, very dude. good no, no, I'm just kidding. They're good. They got they're good stuff. Great. They're, they're great. They're great. They're saying great. You never call anybody or anything great. No, they're great. They got great info, man. Yeah, they I do. Agree with a lot of it. So, okay. anyways, Geno also should have time too. The Cards have an NFL low six sacks, and Seattle with two rookie tackles have the second best pass block win rate. But hey, like I Seattle. said, Arizona has a uh, as much as an advantage when they pass a the football. Back to football outsiders. They only have Miami as a worse pass D in the entire league than the Seahawks, and Kyler throws it more than anyone. Arizona also has done a great job of not turning the ball over. Seattle's biggest problem, discipline. Outside of the ass defense, it's their penalties. They are the most penalized team in the NFL with Coach Ritz Broncos. They're terrible there, but they have an advantage out of the gates. Seattle gets out fast. They average 8.2 points in the first quarter, second best in the entire NFL. And as we know, the Cardinals are terrible. They have not scored a point in the first quarter this season. They are also 0-4 in their last four versus the NFC West. Let's ride with Geno, Mudcalf, and the Hawks, Jim, plus three in Seattle. They have not scored a point in the first quarter. That is a disgusting development. 
So what you're telling me is mm -hmm. I can have the legend that is Geno Smith legend. at home mm -hmm. with points, the gum assassin on the sideline on a day when they're honoring my dude Sean Alexander. That's it, Jim. Hell I mean, Jim. yes, yeah. I will take Geno and the Hawks. And this is not a dude who came in and gave his team a spark against a defense that was not prepared for him. This dude is real, real good right now. Mm -hmm. No way in hell I ever expected this from this guy. And if the gum assassin and John Schneider say they did, they're lying out their ass. But Gino is balling. He's 100% right. We mm -hmm. did write him off. Hell, I didn't even know. Don't you have to know a guy still exists in order to write him off? That's right. I didn't write him off because I thought he was out of the league like three years ago. So on behalf of the entire universe, G, sorry for writing you off. I will not be waiting by my mailbox because I know for a fact that you're not going to write back. But I have no hard feelings, my guy. In fact, I'm going to ride with you, and I'm counting on you to get me paid. I also will take Seattle and the points and Gino the legend at home. Hell yes. Man, we're on the same page. Either you and I are going to have a really good weekend or a really bad weekend. One oh, more buddy. thing I want to address. We fit mm -hmm. on this on the Daily Show, Head. Are you get, I get this myself. Do you get people hitting you up and saying things like, hey, man, just hook up a brother. Hook me up. I don't want to listen brother. to that entire podcast that the two of you have busted your ass for. <laughs> just give me the picks. Are you getting any of that? I'm getting it every single freaking Sunday, and they're just like, hey, man, if you really want me to listen, you'll do this for me. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, that's not happening. But it never fails, right? If you want me to listen, just <laughs> give me the picks so I don't have to listen. What kind of fucking every logic is that? I, I find that Sunday. pisses me off, man. I'm sorry. Every Sunday. You are despicable. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, you know why I don't like that? Because I know Loser. that you and I, they don't care how hard we work at it. No, 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 no. no. This is free, no, but you no, no. do have to download and listen to get it. And why would you not want to? We're awesome. And give us a five star, please. Please. And if you right think there. we suck and we don't know what we're talking about, let me just ask please. you this. Mm -hmm. Give us a five star anyway, please. And then fade us. Yeah. And then fade That's us. Good. Just You're give good. us the stars, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right, so do do this. Because uh -huh. some of them are a little slow on the uptake, can you run back all your picks and don't speak too quickly? Okay, I'm pretty good at being slow, Jim, so let's go here. Bengals minus one and a half at Saints. Green Bay Packers minus seven at home against the New York Jets. The Patriots plus two and a half at Cleveland. Bacon and his Bucks minus eight at Pittsburgh. The Buffalo Bills, the best team in football, minus three at Kansas City. The Dallas Cowboys plus six at Philadelphia. And Geno Smith in the top rated offense of the Seattle Seahawks plus three at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Very well said, Cyborg. That was indeed a fun time. Here is to the best of your dog-washing business. Let us hope we do not get our asses kicked this week and we make some money and we can talk some shit. Thank you very much, Big Head James Kelly. Thanks, Jill. I mean, Jim, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Goodbye, Karen. The Red Hot Chili Peppers revealed their second full-length studio album of the year, Return of the Dream Canteen, available now in stores and all streaming outlets. For these 17 new tracks, the band collaborated with longtime producer and creative confidant Rick Rubin. 
together. The musicians tapped into the power of their union once more, leaning on endless and enduring brotherhood independent of all boundaries. It's simply Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, the new studio album, Return of the Dream Canteen, featuring Tip of My Tongue. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, the new album return of the Dream Canteen. Listen on Amazon Music Unlimited, sponsored by Warner Records. We are joined once again by the pro football doc himself, Dr. David Chow, former team doctor for the Chargers. He is an orthopedic surgeon, and he is one of the founders of Sports Injury Central, a company which I'm an investor in, and I'm a member of the advisory board. To be fully transparent, Doc and his crew are coming off a huge week. Doc, how are things? Doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Always good to have you on. Always look forward to it. Now, looking at the site, Doc, the Vikings six score is jumping right off the page. For those who are not familiar with the six score, what does that represent? And does that then make this a must play for our listeners? Well, by injuries, it does make it a must play. It's well over 20 points, 23 points. The Vikings are the healthiest team in the league right now. And the Dolphins have some significant injury issues. And it goes well beyond the quarterback, where obviously Tua's not playing, Teddy Bridgewater's not playing with the new concussion protocol stuff, and it's going to be third stringer Skylar Thompson. But more than that, the right tackle's already out, the left tackle likely won't play with the turf toe, and uh, of course, both wide receivers have some muscle issues. Both starting cornerbacks for Miami have some health issues. So by injuries, and I never say injuries is the be-all, end-all, but by injuries, this is a must-play. All right, so it's one of the angles. Doc, let's backtrack. I think because we're adding new listeners every single week, I want to make sure that they know what we're talking about. What does the six score represent? What goes into that number, and what does that number mean? What it represents is a team's health, and not just the starting quarterback, but, you know, how much of the offensive line or defensive line. And it's from analysis of five former head team physicians with uh, help from uh, everyone from your guy, Ross Tucker, to uh, Norv Turner for scheme. And it's a proprietary mechanism where we judge a, a team's health against what the line is saying. I love that. That's a great tool, a great device. All right, so let me ask you about Chargers v. Broncos. The big head and I, Doc, did not hit that game in our rundown, so I want to ask you, how significantly impacted is Russell Wilson by that lat sprain, and then what's the six-score differential for that game? The Chargers are the healthier squad. If you believe that Russell Wilson's lat sprain Hot strain caused his poor performance, then you should be all over the Chargers. There is no way a PRP injection works in uh, seven, eight, or 10 days. It takes longer than that. But more importantly, left tackle Garrett Bowles, Ronald Darby, four new defensive starters are out for the Broncos, and the health is on the side of the Chargers. Like I said, look, I respect the heck out of you and Big Head Todd and what you guys do. This is just injuries, and it's something to factor in. Hey, listen, I think what you just said is really, really good information, especially that part about the PRP injection and how long that takes. Listen, if we're looking at double-digit sick differentials, like how how have the teams 
that have had 10-plus higher six scores, double digits. How have they done against the spread the last few years if we want to use that at least as a device or an angle? Well, if you just went purely by injuries over the last three years, it's at 59-point-something percent. You can round to 60 or say a 59. That's just injuries with nothing else into consideration. What you probably should consider in addition to just the overall score, but the recent delta, like the change. And everyone knows San Francisco has a great defense, and they were already missing three starters. Does everyone know they're now missing six starters, not just Nick Mosa, Emmanuel uh, Mosley, and now Jimmy Ward, and three out of four starting defensive linemen against Atlanta? If you remember a week or two ago on this podcast, we said, look, Atlanta is going to outrush Cleveland, even though they're their home dogs, and they won outright. And they did, even though Colorado Patterson got injured because four of the Cleveland Browns front seven were injured. And that's kind of what we look at. So, for instance, like if you have a, a six-score drop significantly in a single week, like if a team is relatively healthy or actually very healthy and then they have a really, really bad week, is that a good betting angle as well? I mean, do the lines take into account week to week if there's a big drop? Would that? And do you see any that fit that category this week? Are the Niners in that category? The Niners are probably in that category, but look, everybody knows when the quarterback is injured or the number one wide receiver or the star running back, but it's harder to keep track of all the other injuries. And that's what we do for you. And it's not absolute. It's just something to factor in. And not only is the overall score important, six score, but the Delta, the one week change to another. Look, if you haven't had a player for five, six weeks of the season, the effect on your team is not the same as if you don't have him for the first week. And that's kind of what we look at for you. Look, one of the teams that on this podcast that we've been down on for a little bit has been the Rams. We've picked against them a few times. And now, once again, left guard is now out for IR with concussions. So it's left guard, center, right guard. That's significant for a cluster injury. We've been down on the uh, Bucks for a while with you on this podcast, but now they're getting a little bit healthier finally. And that's how we look at Delta at SICscore.com. Okay, just so they know, what is the Delta? What does that represent? Week-to-week change. What happened week five versus week six? Week four versus week five? Of course, someone who's been injured for six straight weeks has less of an impact because teams can adjust. But if it's a new injury, it's harder for teams to adjust. And that's one of the other things we account for. And this is why for sick picks, which is the service that we have, and everything is basically free, but sick picks is a service that we have, which last week went 14 and five between sides, totals, and also prop bets. Let me tell you something. 14 and five, I mentioned at the top, you had a good week. 14 and five is a great, great week. Let me ask you this. Philadelphia and Dallas is a really interesting matchup. In your opinion, is there any way, no matter how badly he wants to be out there, is there any way Dak Prescott plays this week? And then on top of that, Doc, how effective do you expect Micah Parsons to be this week? Great questions. Uh, Look, I don't think there's any chance that Dak Prescott plays. I get it's NFC East battle against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles and it's a key matchup. But it's not just about being able to throw hard and spin the ball. 
It's about being able to follow through and not worry about hitting your thumb. It's about ball security, no strips, get sack fumbles. It's about not refracturing the thumb. And I don't see there's any way that he plays this week against the Eagles. Next week becomes a possibility. I get the matchup you want him to play. Look, Jerry Jones didn't put him on IR and thought he would play within four weeks. This is week five, and he's not going to play. Now, Micah Parsons surprised us with his groin injury. Didn't We did not think he would return to play, and he did, and he was pretty effective last week. But we have our doubts this week, so the injuries are lining up for the Eagles at this point in time. All right, so once again, there's tremendous information at sickscore.com. I'm talking ATS, over-unders, player props, in-game bets, all of that. Doc, have I forgotten anything at all? And the most important thing is uh, the great Jim Rome is on board with us and is bought in, and, and everybody trusts him, and that's our biggest feather in our cap. Let's not get crazy. I'm not sure that everybody buys in, but that part is true. I am bought in. I am invested. I am on the advisory board. I love the product, and I want to be very open about that. Doc, thanks for the great information. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Dr. David Chow, look for him also on Twitter, at ProFootballDoc, because during the games especially, they are all over it in real time and live action. And that is going to do it for Episode 6 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. Once again, thanks a million for listening. I appreciate it more than you will ever know, and I have to even ask, if you like what you hear, would you mind subscribing and leaving a review? I hate to ask for even more, but if you like what you're hearing, can you please subscribe and leave us a nice, fat, five-star review? And, frankly, if you hate what you hear, go ahead, fade us, talk shit, and then hit subscribe and give us that five-star review. You have yourselves an amazing weekend, and I will see you back here next time on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets.